Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition, We Coach, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, and the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. These are four great organizations. You really need to add them to your network. And now don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. Take a listen to our sponsorship shout outs. These are all products that I used as an athletic director or as a coach. I highly recommend them. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is our exclusive high school and state association platform. It's also your one stop for student athlete eligibility and clearance for scheduling and a lot more. As an AD, I used Home Campus every single day, and so should you. For more information, just go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper is the official social media graphic solution for our podcast. And if you go to gipper.com, their pros are going to teach you how to create custom graphics for your school social media channel in seconds. It's gipper.com. It's so easy, even I can do it. Mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's gipper.com. We also want to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com, change the way you see the game. As a football coach, as an athletic director, we were a Huddle school. Huddle provided our coaches with the tools that they needed to coach our kids at the highest level. It's a complete solution. It's professional quality. Go to huddle.com and see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, digital ticketing that offers more. Go to hometownticketing.com. Whether it's more support, more security, or more customization, Hometown is here to make the best solution for you. Hometownticketing.com. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Go to VitalSignsWallOfFame.com. Check out their great products. When you're ready to order, mention the podcast. VitalSignsWallOfFame.com. Showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. We also want to say thanks to District 1. Go to District 1, that's W-O-N, and you're going to feel like you've won when you check out their custom uniforms, their on-time shipping and their one-at-a-time replacement policy. You'll never have to order a full set of uniforms again when you just need one or two. Go to district1.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. If you're looking for a fundraiser, stop. Go to snapraise.com. But they also have platforms like Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect to really help you out. You'll find it all at snapraise.com. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, see their tables and their boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an AD was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. ADs always hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. 
Athletic surveys will connect you with that 2%. They'll also connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. You'll find all the information at athleticsurveys.com. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're staying right here in Florida, and we're going to be visiting with Jade Brown. Jade is the athletic director at Booker T. Washington High School, and that's in Pensacola, Florida. There's another Booker T. in Florida, but she's in Pensacola. Also a longtime coach, uh, just getting active with our FIAAA and the NIAAA, and we're, uh, we're excited to get her on the podcast. So, Jade, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me, Jake. All right. Well, you and I connected uh, this past late spring, you know, around the FIAAA conference, and uh, we're excited to have you on. Let's go and jump right in. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up, maybe take us up through your own college years, and then we'll take our first break, then come back and hear more about your early career. But what's the Jade Brown origin story? Okay, uh, the origin is I am a Pensacola native, born and raised here, went public school product. Uh, so I, you know, I, I am a Pensacolian for, uh, for sure. I, I played basketball um, four years varsity at Woodham High School. Um, then from there, I went on to Okaloosa Walton Community College, which is now Northwest Florida, uh, received a scholarship there. Northwest Florida State, excuse me, received a basketball scholarship there, played for two years. Um, then, you know, basketball has awarded me a lot of great things in my life. From there, I received a scholarship to play Division One basketball at Long Island University in Brooklyn, New York. Um, so I have had the opportunity to let basketball, uh, to use basketball. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I used the ball. I didn't, I didn't allow it to use me. Right. Uh, I moved back home uh, once I graduated from college and I started subbing and I kind of fell in love with it uh, that first kind of year well, you're uh, half a semester home. And from there, I, I wind up getting into teaching. I've been at Booker T. Washington High School, just completed year 13. So coming up this school year will be year 14. I have taught um, world history. I have taught sociology. I uh, Before I got out of the classroom this past school year, I was the psychology teacher. So I taught psychology and AP psych. Um, I was the department chair for social studies. Uh, I wrote a lot of the district exams for our psych courses. So it, it was a, I was a, I, I'm a psych head a little bit. Um, so I really enjoyed, I coached for, um, I've been the head coach for 11 years now. My first two years there, I was the assistant coach at Booger T. Washington High School. So that's kind of, you know, a little background about me. And probably one thing, I know you follow me on Facebook and Twitter, but something I always People that don't know me, uh, I love cycling. I picked that up in the pandemic. And anytime I ride uh, during the week, about 20 something miles, any day I ride during the week on the weekend, I'm hitting about 40 to 50 miles on my bike. So that's a little bit about me. So, uh, but I love cycling. I just like throwing it out there because, you know, a lot of people are like, you ride bike? Yeah, all the time. Um, but that's me in a nutshell. And I just finished up my first year as athletic director. And I'll say one thing I had, I felt like it was a, a great school year and I didn't know what I didn't know. So it was a lot of learning throughout the process of this school year. But overall, I was, I was very pleased to be working at Booger T as the athletic director this past school year. 
Wow, great, great start. We're going to talk more about, you know, the coaching and AD, but I want to jump all the way back, you know, to your high school years. Now, uh, you know, Pensacola is certainly not a, for those of you listening in other parts of the country, it's certainly not a, a backwater town. It's a it's a pretty thriving, uh, you know, let's say small city. Uh, but going from Florida, going from Escambia County up to New York, what was that experience like? Man, I tell people all the time, Jake, it was the best experience of my life, honestly. I have teammates from all over the world, Fiji, Poland, um, I mean, New Jersey, my roommates from New Jersey and Maryland. It was, you know, if I could, if I could live anywhere other than Pensacola, it would be Brooklyn, New York. And people ask me that all the time. They're like, what? And I mean, just to be, I mean, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. It's a, you know, some people call us lower LA because of how close right. we are to Alabama, where my dad is from Mobile, Alabama, actually. So we're about 45 minutes from Mobile, Alabama. But Jake, New York City, I would say Pensacola raised me and New York helped shape me. It was, it was definitely the best time of my life. I had the opportunity to meet so many amazing people, um, you know, even celebrities. I remember uh, on our campus, I mean, you, Chris Brown, uh, Drake, uh, Kanye West. And I mean, just to like actually not just run into them, but like meet these individuals, have conversations. Uh, I was actually supposed to be in on a, uh, we had a game. This is how basketball works. I was actually supposed to be in on a, a form with Spike Lee. Uh, and another gentleman, uh, gentleman, um, it's called uh, the Million Dollar Slave Book. Basically, it's talking about how athletes and million dollar industry. But that same night, we had a game, so I had to miss that form. But I mean, best time of my life, and I keep in touch with so many of my teammates, professors from there. And you know, when people say it's the best city in the world, and it never sleeps, that is definitely true. <laughs> but I loved it. It was it was an easy transition because I think I just had some great, great teammates. And I, I felt like I was at home. I really did. Now, um, as you're um, wrapping up your undergrad and your playing career, was there ever any doubt in your mind that you'd be coming back to Florida or did that just turn out that way? Yes and no. I mean, you know, if you don't have a job in New York City, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have a job. I mean, there was nothing lined up for me because I knew I wanted to get into coaching. I almost went back um, that first year. I graduated in 2009 in 2010. I was speaking with my former coach at that time about coming on as a grad assistant. And it's, it's funny because more than likely, I probably would have went back, but I prayed about it. And um, I ultimately decided to stay in Pensacola to teach because I started subbing. And I mean, I had this opportunity to go back and I don't know, it just, I actually kind of did a pros and cons list, talked with my parents, talked with my former high school coach. And to be honest with you, Jake, I was just, I was loving the relationships. You know, I, I was subbing at the same school, the same for the whole year, like every single day when I moved back home. And I, I really just kind of fell in love with being in the education system. So, I mean, that's kind of how I won't say, I won't say I got stuck here. Um, I think this is where God wants me. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I, I, I love what I do. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, and very, very similar to me. I graduated in mid-year uh, and started subbing. And my college coaches had said, hey, we want you to come back in the fall. Uh, and that was my plan. But I just I, I just love the teaching. Of course, you know, hey, you were an athlete. You know, can you coach? Can you help us out with track? Absolutely. And just 
literally fell in love with it. So uh, very, very cool. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Jade Brown. She's the athletic director, longtime coach at Booker T. Washington High School in Pensacola, Florida. We're going to take our first break, but we're coming back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Home Campus for their support. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for the podcast. It's also your one stop for scheduling, student athlete eligibility and clearance, and so much more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. And the Home Campus team was great to work with, too. To find out more about what Home Campus can do for you, go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com. Start creating world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device. You don't need any special training. Celebrate your athletes, promote your teams and your programs. Gipper is used by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country. It's professional quality made simple. Mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's gipper.com. Check them out today. Hey, Jake, we use Gipper as well. It's been an outstanding uh, social media tool for our athletic programs here at Booger T. Washington High School. Guys, thanks so much for saying that. Um, you know, I was retiring as an AD as Gipper was just kind of coming on board, but we use it to help promote our podcast, all of our segments. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's so easy. Even I can use it. So uh, thanks for giving us that shout out. For our listeners, uh, our guest is Jade Brown. She's the athletic director at Booker T. Washington High School in Pensacola. Jade, you talked about growing up in Pensacola, going to high school, going off to college, but then coming back to be a substitute. Take us through those days, uh, you know, those early teaching and coaching jobs and leading up to becoming the athletic director this year. And Jake, you know, as, as well as I do, education is, is changing. It's ever changing. I don't think it'll ever be this. I don't, I don't think it'll ever be stagnant. It's going to be something that continues to change. So now that I'm in, I just finished year 13 and getting ready to start year 14, you know, subbing was, was I think, got me to this calling of being an educator. Uh, and I built some great relationships. I, I was 22 or 21, 22 when I started subbing. So I was super young, uh, but I always kind of carried myself very professionally, you know, setting those boundaries with those kids. I knew some of them, um, but my, my high school coach was the one that kind of brought me on. It was like, hey, you, you should sub. And I started helping her out as well at Pine Forest High School when she was coaching there, Chris Godwin. And I mean, it was just, it was just, I, I don't know. I just, you just feel it when you know something is right. So for me, subbing, I know some people have had some really, really sticky situations with subs. And you and I have seen stuff on television, social media, some of the stuff that subs have to go through. I was very blessed to not have to, I didn't have any negative experiences in subbing. So from there, I felt the need that, okay, you know, let's, let's give this education, let's give this education teacher thing a try. And I started teaching and my first year was world history, 10th graders, uh, all 10th graders. And I tell you what, I, I have a degree in history and a master's in curriculum and, and instruction. So for me, the world history was, it was just easy, like teaching it. Um, my favorite course growing up was history. I had some amazing history teachers and something I learned 
when I was in high school, especially with world history, uh, my teacher said his story. That's what history is. So that's something I kind of emphasize to my students. And we still kind of do it now with basketball. And um, from there, like my second year, my assistant principal uh, just kind of told me, was like, hey, you're going to teach psychology. You know, when you're a second year teacher and, and you're on annual contract, <laughs> you know, you, you, you say, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes sir. Because you want to mm -hmm. keep that job, you know, as an annual contract. Um, and one thing she told me, because psychology in Florida is an elective course. And I was a little nervous, but I do have a minor in psych as well. And she knew that. So she said, uh, I want you to know this. And it's something that stuck with me for a long time. It's something I tell a lot of young teachers. Uh, students sign up for teachers, not classes. So Jake at Booger T, my psychology course was, if not, one of the more popular electives. Um, and I, that kind of stuck with me. And I remember getting out of the classroom this year. Jake, when I tell you kids were came up, come up to me this past school year and were very mad that when they got in their psychology course and their AP site course that they didn't see Coach Brown. I mean, kids were very upset. I, I had several, you know, I, I shouldn't have took that. I thought you were teaching. The only reason I signed up for it was because you were teaching it. And I'm not trying to, you know, pat myself on the back, but I, I thrive in relationships and mm -hmm. have a relationship with students. And when I taught AP psych, 85 to 90 percent of my students in that course were my psych kids. So they knew me. We knew each other. My AP scores every year improved. So it was just I loved it. Uh, my department was amazing. That's one thing I love about Booger T. Washington High School. We have some amazing, amazing teachers at our school. Being a department chair, it was just I think and being a department chair also helped me prepare to become an athletic director, making some decisions, you know, helping out in certain areas. And I know I'm an AD, but I did so many things at the school. I was our PBIS coordinator. Um, I am our pep rally MC for every pep rally. Oh, yeah. I uh, it, it, so it's funny, you know, today I'm, I was uh, eating breakfast and, and, and leaving and this gentleman comes up to me and he says, Coach Brown, you, you were the pet rally MC. And I was like, yes, sir. He's like, I oh, mean, that you were so impactful. And, and this was just a random student who I've never taught. Um, so I think, you know, I'm always teaching, even in this role that I'm in now as an AD and, and, and coaching. It's, it's, it's what I love. I, I absolutely love basketball. And I, you know, I tell the girls I love winning, or excuse me, I hate losing more than I love winning. But it's not, and a friend, me and a friend of mine were discussing this yesterday. I do not want to be defined as a coach. I'm so much more than that. I'm so much more than an athletic director. Uh, I hope that people see my light, um, that I'm trying to allow shine, you know, what God wants me to do and, and doing things the right way. It's in, in our position, it's you have to make some tough decisions at times. You know, everybody's not going to like you. But I hope that whether it's my players, former students or coaches know that, you know, I, I want to do what's best for all of us. Uh, so I think just from teaching to coaching, I mean, I've experienced a lot basketball's probably taught me more about life than anything else. Uh, my freshman year in college, I tore my labrum and I had the red shirt and it was definitely one of the toughest parts, toughest things I've had to go through. You know, and I know for everybody, there are different things. Uh, losing my grandmother was very tough too. Um, and those were two toughest things. And I always tell my girls, you know, when the game is taken away from you, you look at it very differently and to prepare coming into college. And I had an amazing junior college team, Jake. I mean, my college roommate chose between, Auburn, Tennessee, and South Carolina. She turned down Pat Summit. <laughs> so, you know, but she had an outstanding career at Auburn. Um, and I mean, so basketball has taught me so much. 
my players have taught me how to become a better person. Um, I don't have any kids just yet, but they've taught me how to care, you know, and, and just relationships. I feel like, and I've always said this, that if someone knows you care, they will do anything for you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not always about the X's and O's. It's not always about the paperwork. Uh, something I try to thrive on as a as an AD and even when I was a teacher and a coach, like just personal questions, you know, Jake, like, Hey, how's your family doing? You know, how's your mom doing? You know, just different things. Cause it's, it's not always about work, 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 but I mean, school, being a teacher, being a coach is definitely, I feel like really prepared me for this position as athletic director. No, absolutely. And I love the, the comment that you made. Uh, you, you didn't say it, but you said the same thing. You know, the kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It is so much about the relationships. For listeners, uh, our guest today is Jade Brown, longtime coach. Now she's the athletic director at Booker T. Washington High School in Pensacola. We're going to take another quick break, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support of the podcast. Go to Huddle.com. Change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the tools that Huddle provided that helped them coach our kids to the highest levels. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a huddle school. We also want to say thanks to hometown ticketing, digital ticketing that offers more, whether it's more support, more security hometown is here to make the best solution for you. Go to hometownticketing.com and they're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, how to scan your attendees and collect your revenue. And every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager providing hands on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. Get started today. Simple and easy online ticketing. Hey, Jake, hey welcome back, you everyone. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I forgot you were going first. Okay. <laughs> you go ahead. Okay. Hey, Jake, we use huddle basketball, football, um, our lacrosse teams, and the kids love it. Parents love it. it it's, a, it's a great, great program. Yeah, I'm glad to hear people say that. Uh, I used Huddle as a football coach, and I really wasn't sure how it would translate to the other sports. And I was just so happy. Our volleyball coaches, our basketball coaches, we had the camera in the gym. You know, our soccer coaches, lacrosse coaches out on the field, you know, they they just love it. And the Huddle people are fantastic. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Sorry I stepped on your toes like that. Uh, For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Jade Brown from Booker T. Washington High School in Pensacola. Jade, you talked about, you know, the teaching and coaching, which I just think are just so valuable uh, experiences for becoming an AD. And you alluded to that. Uh, Let's talk about that. What got you into thinking about and then making the move to what I call the other side of the desk? How did you become an AD? Well, it's funny, you know, probably about six years ago, our athletic director position, I've been a little bit more than six, came open as well. And I'm actually interviewed for it. And I did not get it. Uh, you know, being a competitor that I am, I was like, dang, this is messed up. Why didn't I get this? You know, kind of asking myself questions. Uh, I'm still very, very 
young. I'm still young, but I had a lot. <laughs> still very young in the, in, in the education field at, at that time. And it's something that I've kind of always wanted to do. I, I know that I want to coach and I love coaching, but I also want to help other coaches. I, there are so many people that have helped me um, on my coaching and teaching journey. And the athletic director position, I just felt like being at the school for 13 years, you know how to get shit. You kind of feel like, okay, I need the challenge. And I've been, I was in the classroom for 12 years. I felt like, you know, let's, let's try something else. Let's, let's see what else you can handle. So I, I won't say that I became content in the classroom, but I, I was ready for another challenge. I was ready to see what I could do and, and how well I could do. And something that, that I want to do in this position is, is make it better than what I leave. If I ever leave, you know, I, I really love, but I'm saying if I have this opportunity or something comes up where there's another challenge that I can accept. I, I want to be able, I want people to be able to say, man, she left it better than she found it. You know, people could say that about me in the classroom. Hopefully whenever I, I put the basketball down and the whistle, they'll be able to say that. And, you know, if I leave and this athletic director role that I just want somebody to, be able to say, man, she, she left it better than she found it. And she did it for the athletes, the coaches, the parents uh, and, and the community. And, and that's kind of, you know, been my MO with being an AD. You know, um, having been the coach there for a while, you know, you build relationships up coach to coach, et cetera, uh, becoming the AD, um, you know, there's always that, you know, change in the dynamic. Okay. How did that go? You mentioned, you know, you just completed your first year, um, you know, and also you made a good comment earlier on, you know, you didn't know what you didn't know. Okay. What do you know now? that you didn't know before. And let's talk about that leadership dynamic. Well, I think that in, in my personal opinion, when I have been dissecting this past school year, uh, I was very fortunate to have our former athletic director, Joe Williams, still at the school. He became our assistant principal. So having him on campus, Jake was, I mean, I can't even talk about what it meant to have someone that I could go to that still knew the ropes. Um, so I don't know if this year would have been as, successful for me had he not been there I mean he was just whatever I needed I mean he didn't mind sitting down with me you know if I had to go to him like hey you know AP Williams how would you handle this situation or am I doing this right he was just super vital um in, in this transition from him being an athletic director to being one of our assistant principals so I'm extremely thankful for him in our relationship um with the coaches and the roles I am a I'm one of the longest tenure coaches at Booger T. Washington High School, I think there is one other coach that has been there longer than me. So I think a lot of the coaches already had a, a tremendous amount of respect for, right. you know, what I understand in the culture of Booger T um, and what we're trying to do and moving forward. So again, as I told you, relationships. Uh, and one thing I told them at the beginning, my first meeting, I, you don't work for me. Uh, I, you know, we are a team. We work together. I'm not your boss. I don't, I don't like, I don't like that term, you know, like you're a boss. And one of my, the principal that hired me, one thing he always made us feel like that we work together. You know, there are some times where you have admin that make you feel like you do work for them, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I kind of, I always want to have that, like we work together. Don't, let's not, you know, I don't even like sometimes be like, hey, boss lady. And I'm like, oh, don't call me that. You know, we, we work together. Whatever I can do to help you, you help me. And it's just been that, you know, been able to reciprocate it with coaches and myself. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And it kind of goes back to what you talked about with the kids, you know, building those relationships. You know, as an AD, you're building and nurturing those relationships with coaches. Um, 
I'm going to pin you down. I'm going to put you on the spot, though. Uh, you know, you were there. You coached for a long time. Certainly, you weren't a rookie to the athletic experience. But looking back on this year, what was maybe one thing that kind of surprised you about the role of an AD that uh, you just didn't know, didn't anticipate coming in? Um, I would say the one thing that if I had to pick something and I'm like, wow, that – I, I heard this quite a bit, okay? And I'm sure other ADs have heard this, and I know you've heard it as long as you were an AD. Well, other schools do it. <laughs> and, you know, I, I get that, you know, this school does it that way. Uh, and something I've learned, I love our county AD, Casey Tilly, you know, just because it's been done that way doesn't mean that it's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that was something that kind of struck me as like, uh, you know, if I'm, you know, one thing I try to tell our coaches is like, you know, I'm here to protect us as well. So if I'm if I'm telling you or sending an email, it's more than likely this is probably what we need to be doing. So I would say that's that one thing that I kind of heard quite a bit of I was like, well, you know, well, such and such does it like this and such and such. And I'm like, well, I get that. I understand that. <laughs> um, so as AD, that would kind of be that that was that sticker for me this year. That 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 really was was kind of constantly hearing that. Um quite a bit. And I mean, I, and I understand, you know, I, cause again, I am a coach too. And, you know, one thing as a coach, I, I believe in doing things the right way. I know, I know the rules and regulations. I'm also an educator. And, and one thing I try to tell our coaches here in Florida, you know, it's like, nobody's going to make me lose my teaching license. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not going to, you know, I, I want to win as much as possible, but if I know that, and, and there have been things handed down the state where coaches have been let go and, and lose their teacher's license, and, and for me, being a coach on staff, like, that's, teaching is my livelihood, you know, that's where my check come from, not my, not my stipend of basketball, and that's something I, I, I would say was a struggle for me. And that's something I kind of emphasize at the end of year in my meetings. Like, hey, I, I know that, you know, certain places do this and certain coaches do that. But, hey, guys, this is this is how we're going to do it here. And, and this is what we have to do. Yeah, you're right. Every AD has heard that. Uh, and, you know, on some of those things, you know, you can say, well, hey, let's think about this. Let's look at it, you know. But as far as rules and things like that, uh, I would tell our coaches, I said, do you like coaching? Do you like your job? Okay. Well, we're not going to do these things. Okay. And if you do these things, you're not going to be coaching. So do you like coaching? Uh, <laughs> it was just, Hey, do you like it? Okay. <laughs> but for, you know, for the most part, I've, I, I, man, we, I, I work with some really great people. And I mean, I kind of look at it as like my athletes as well. You know, a lot of times you can have some great coaches, you can have some great athletes, but Jake, everybody's not a great person. And I feel like like we've just been really blessed with some great coaches who are just outstanding people. And, and that's what I that's what I love about being AD at Booger T. Like our coaches are are great people and it's it, it, hard to find nowadays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The number one challenge for any AD is, is fire, uh, firing, finding great coaches. Uh, Jade, we're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, find out how you do things at your school, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, via email. My email is J, my first letter, my name, Brown, B-R-W-N, the number nine at E-C-S-D 
fl.us. Uh, Booker T. Washington High School, you Google it, uh, go to the athletic page. My email is there. I, I'm over all of our social media, Instagram, BTWHS Athletics, so Facebook and Instagram I'm running. So that's also if someone wanted to reach out to me, they can definitely do it that way. Okay. And again, we're going to do that at the end of the podcast if you didn't get it that time. And you can also rewind it too. Uh, for our listeners, we're visiting today with Jade Brown. We're going to take another break, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to display your school records for all the teams, for all the events, and your school's Hall of Fame. It's also a great way to share your school's diverse history, your proudest moments, and your top role models. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Mention the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to District 1. Go to district1.com. That's W-O-N. And you're going to feel like you've won when you see their custom uniforms, their on-time delivery, 20 business days or less, and their one-at-a-time replacement program. You're never going to have to order a full set of uniforms when you only need one or two replacements. Go to district1.com. Click on the Team Gear button and you'll get a free quote, district1.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Jade, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot one more time. What are some things that you do with your programs at Booker T that you're particularly proud of that you would call a, a best practice you could share with our listeners? Okay, I would think, and I know you kind of touched on this a little bit early, earlier, uh, one of your sponsors, I feel like, has definitely become one of our best practices, uh, Gipper, uh, using social media to basically shine our, let our kids shine. So something that we, we just started using Gipper this year, quite a few of our programs use it. Uh, and I think one of the best things that Gipper offers, and this is a great practice with Gipper, you, you can schedule when you want something to drop. You can schedule when you want it to come out. So for me, uh, something that I started doing at the beginning of every week, I do an athletic schedule that I place on our social media websites. And it's straight from Gipper. I do it on Mondays and I put it out there. And when I tell you, Jake, <laughs> that is something that from teachers to our school resource officer, community members, people screenshot that calendar, they save it, uh, they let me know if I put the wrong time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, but it, it still is just, it's so resourceful uh, to have all the athletic events, you know, right there on hand that you can easily pull up on your phone as much as we're on our phones that anyone can see. So I post it on our social media on Mondays, at least by 10 30 11 a.m on a monday then you can see all the events where they're being held what time so i definitely think utilizing gipper to help keep you organized but also to get information out to the community is an extremely uh important but also a great practice uh, one other thing i think is super vital um is one of my favorite practices 
um, is getting to games, you know, as, as much as possible getting to, you know, I know you're not as an AD, you know, that you're only one person. You probably got a team that helps you, you know, cover different games and different things, but it's really important that not only the coaches see that, that you're out there at games, but also the parents, you know, it's amazing how many parents will come up to you like, Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you or the kids like, um, you know, I remember going to a cross country meet and how happy uh, they were that I was there and to be able to post right away and to see their, you know, their kids on our social media platform. So I know, I know we get to a lot of events and sometimes we can't get to some, but I think one of the best practices that we can also utilize is, is trying to make, you know, games when we can to support every sport when possible. Yeah. Um, I've said this many, many times uh, as, and I was an athletic director at, at a few different schools, but um, I would be at the cross country race or the swim meet or the tennis match, even the golf matches. And, you know, wow, the athletic director's here. We've never had an athletic director uh, come to our events. Uh, I remember interviewing at my, uh, my last job at the McClay school uh, where I was before I retired. And one of the parents said, uh, you know, do you feel the athletic director should, should be at the uh, home events. And I said, where else would they go? They're the athletic director. They're supposed to yeah. be there. So yeah, it is hard to get to every event, uh, but you're so, so right. You need to be seen. You need to be visible. And uh, I'm going to go back to Gipper and we're not trying to give Gipper an extra shout out, <laughs> but, but you're obviously you're much younger than I am. Uh, and, you know, for that older AD, um, sometimes technology can be kind of a scary thing. Um, but it's, you, you touched on two important things. Number one, the communication aspect, but number two, that's where the kids are. They, they, they're on social media. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'll give you a loaded question. I've already said how easy it is, but how hard was it to learn and embrace the Gipper platform? <laughs> to be honest, I, I won't say this is a quote of mine and I, I, I got where did I get this quote from? It's not my personal quote, but I want to say I got it from Red Tails, the movie. Um, nothing is hard. Everything is a challenge. So nothing is hard. Everything is a challenge. So for me, uh, technology is, you know, something I've been around and I've seen it personally from big Apple computers to, you know, I remember having the the little game like computer when I was growing up to now having tablets, iPads. Um, so to answer your question, Jake, it, it wasn't hard uh, for me personally. It was exciting uh, to see like all, I mean, I guess I'll give you, I'll tell you this, it was a little overwhelming because it was so many templates. It was, you know, so many things that I could use. And I, I started finding ways to save here and save there. So overwhelming is what I'll use. I, it wasn't hard. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can do this. I can do that. And you know, I can save a picture. I could create a file. Like, I mean, I have logos for all the coaches in a folder. So for me, it, it, it really wasn't a challenge. It was just overwhelming and excitement. Cause I was like, where has this been? <laughs> and I've been, even though my first year as AD, I'm, I'm big on social media for my basketball team. And I'm like, where has where this been? I can post scores and, you know, halftime and all of this stuff. So, I mean, I could put the QR code for our GoFan for people to buy tickets. I'm like, where's all this been? So for me, it, it wasn't hard. It was just overwhelming, but in a really exciting way. Well, um, 
you're absolutely right. And again, I'm not <laughs> using Gipper uh, near as much as you are, but it, it was easy to get into. But as you got into it, there's so many ways that you can use it. You know, should yeah. I use this template or one of these 800 different templates? So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, so I hope our folks at Gipper are listening. You get a big <laughs> shout out here. Um, we're going to take another break. But again, for our listeners, we're visiting with Jade Brown. She's the athletic director at the Booker T. Washington High School in Pensacola, Florida. So stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Snap Mobile for their support. Go to snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. If you're looking for a fundraising platform, stop. SnapRaise is flat out the best out there. We used it at our school with great success, and so can you. They even have a program where they will give you your money before you even start your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. You also have Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and so much more. You can find it all at snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. It's probably one of the best purchases I ever made uh, as an athletic director was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Of course, we used it for home games, but we also used it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile. And the customer service was just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their products today. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Jade, uh, we have a lot of uh, younger ADs, you know, maybe. And again, you're a first-year AD, but you're not brand new to the profession. Um, and I think it's important for them to hear about the journey that we all take with our state and our national organization. So you and I connected uh, this past spring at the FIAAA. You were actually a student in a LTI course that I was teaching. Talk a little bit about that. How did you become aware of, you know, the FIAAA and, you know, the LTI program through the NIAAA? Okay. Uh, first of all, the course was amazing. I have to say that as I told you, I, I taught psychology. So, and I'm big on mental health and, and we know how big it is in athletics right now. Um, but how I became aware of the courses and the FIAAA was our, our county AD, Casey Tilly. He's also a member and him just giving us information. So I started, you know, reading about it, uh, online, looking up things. Uh, I think I found you on Twitter. We found each other, uh, reaching out and that course, just the whole experience, let me say that, Jake, um, that that weekend, I walked away refreshed. I know it was the end of the year, but I walked away with hope. I walked away learning um, in the FIAAA conference that whether I'm from Pensacola or Miami, a lot of us are dealing with the exact same issues. And it was truly a blessing for me to connect with so many ADs. Um, I got people number. I started following people on Twitter and people were just very welcoming. I mean, you know, to be young, um, an African-American woman 
here in the panhandle of Florida, uh, you know, to, to see other African-American women, to see minorities in the athletic director position, it was just, it gave me a lot of hope. Uh, it really did. And, you know, that conference, I, I, I've been bragging about it for the longest. Um, and I plan on attending every year. I want to get my CAA. I'm, I'm working on getting the courses and everything that I need to, because I just feel like it's vital. You know, something I say as a coach is that, you know, we want players to improve and we tell them to, you know, go to this camp and, and work on this, but what are we doing? And we have to do things as well. And the only way for me to improve is to, is to continue to learn. And something I feel like I am a learner. I am, I don't want to be stagnant. I want to continue to learn every day. And I just feel like that the FIAAA, I mean, they did a tremendous job with that conference. My first year, like I said, I, I walked away like, wow, I, I, I can't miss these, <laughs> you know, to learn from others and, and just what others are doing from the mental health clubs to the student athletic uh, advisory committees, uh, you know, hearing how, you know, every counties do different things, uh, how money is being spent. You know, it was just, I learned so much in, in that weekend that I feel like is going to make me a better athletic director this coming year. So I'm, I'm thankful for the FIAAA and, and, and people like you, Jake, because I, if I hadn't went to this conference, I would have never connected. And a lot of times, you know, I'm in Pensacola, and you know, it's it's far from the rest of the state. <laughs> and most people that I met, they were like, well, how long did it take you to get here in Orlando? You know, it was a, it wasn't as far for other ADs, but it was just, just really good to connect. And I, I felt like, man, wow, this is, this is what we need more of. We have a lot of stuff for teachers and to have a conference at the end of the year to bring together our state ADs and to learn from each other and continue to grow our field. I, I feel like Florida did an outstanding job with that conference. Yeah, I, I'm no longer on, on the FIAAA board, but it, it makes me feel good to hear you say those things. And for our listeners, um, there's not that many states that have two different time zones, and, and Florida is one of them. So that's how far away uh, Jay was coming. <laughs> she was coming from another time zone. Uh, I think any further east, she would have been in, or excuse me, west, she would have been in Louisiana. Um, as you, uh, I, I, I'm going to say one more thing. I identical experience. Uh, and I got involved with FIAAA and NIAAA later in my career, but it was the exact same way. The ADs there were so welcoming, so encouraging, even to an older guy like me, older than you are now. Um, it, it was just, I, I drank the Kool-Aid. I, I was hooked. I came back, I signed up, uh, uh, to uh, take the rest of the courses online, you know, flew to the national conference to take the uh, CA exam. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, let's go and talk about the, the state conference. Now that was your first state conference, right? Correct. Okay. Now this year, obviously Florida is hosting the uh, NIAAA conference in, in December. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a, 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 you used the word earlier with Gipper, overwhelming. It's going to be an overwhelming experience. But um, how was that uh, first state conference? Again, you talked about meeting people and the relationships. Uh, you know, what's something else maybe that sticks out for you? The vendors that were there, you know, to, I made a lot of connections, uh, Dactronics, um, you know, 
I mean, just these people were so welcoming. A lot of times, you don't, you know, people that you get emails from and, you know, you talk to someone through email is different than face to face. And to be able to make those connections, like I know Florida, we're big with BSN to, to have some of those conversations with some of, some of the bigger, you know, people in the company. So to me, it was just this welcoming experience. Um, the vendors, you know, the the classes were just, or even the, the sessions, the FHSAA sessions, you know, to have, you know, Craig come down and, and, and talk with us and, and, and tell us, you know, you and I both know a lot is changing in our state and athletics is, is going to look different this year <laughs> in years to come with, you know, things that have been passed in our legislators. So to have members of the FHSAA that you have spoke with through email, but to see them and to meet them and, and, and make that face-to-face connection to me was very important, you know, to, to meet, uh, you know, those individuals who I'm constantly emails with asking questions to be able to put a face together. And, you know, sometimes, you know, in an email, you don't always get the answer you like, <laughs> especially, you know, with FHSA, you're like, hey, that's how that works. Okay, cool. But to to connect with them. And I, I think Craig is so welcoming, uh, our our executive director of the FHSA. So, you know, we're, we're I think we're very fortunate to have someone who is willing to build relationships with everyone throughout the state. I'm going to echo that again. I think Craig, I think I've had a good relationship. I've been in Florida since 2000. So I think I've had a good relationship with all of our executive directors. I think Craig has come in and just really changed the game. You know, longtime coach, longtime AD. I just think the relational connections that he has made in since he's been the executive director have just been without question a a game changer and the rest of the FHSA staff you're absolutely right you know they're just wonderful Jade I I wish we had more time but we're not done yet Uh, we always always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox and we've already mentioned this was your first year as an AD but you've certainly been around athletics for a long time we're going to take our final break here from Athletic Surveys. When we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director. You know what that's like on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So let's take that final break, and then we're going to find out what Jade Brown is going to put in her new athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys for their support. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to take uh, a survey of your student-athletes and your parents. Um, Athletic directors usually only hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic surveys will connect you with that 2%, but they're also going to connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with that frustrated parent or your school board or your principal, go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to show you how they can create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. Well, it's now time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Jade Brown. She's the athletic director at Booker T. Washington High School in Pensacola, Florida. It's her first year as an AD, but she's been around athletics her entire life. And right now I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new AD on the very first job, but I'm only going to let her put three things in the toolbox. So Jade, what three items are going to go into your 
new athletic director toolbox? All right, since you're handcuffed me to three, I got three for you, all right? Uh, the first one I would say, Jake, is reminding and constantly reminding a new athletic director is that you're a servant leader. You're a servant leader. We are liaisons between the athletes, the admin, and the parents. And understand that, that, that we're here to serve. We're here to serve. And if you keep that in mind, it's, it's going to take you not only a, a long way as being as successful as you want to, and as an AD, it's going to, I think, take you a long way in life uh, to, to give back and, and to want to continue to give back. My second tool that I want to give is trying your best to remain organized. Uh, something I do is every month, every morning I come in, I'm, I'm an early bird. So I like to get to school kind of before anyone else does. And that early time frame of is, you know, I'm going to check every morning, I'm going to check my emails, regardless of, you know, if I got a faculty meeting or a parent conference, whatever, when I get to school, you know, I'm going to check my email, have a, a schedule that, you know, like every, this is what I'm going to do at this time. And I know in our position, it gets challenging because in our job, sometimes we have to answer and react right away. We put out a lot of fires. We prevent a lot of fires. But if you can continue to remain as organized as possible, it's going to make your life a lot easier. Uh, so organization, I think, is is that word is a tool that's vital to, to remain successful. Um, and then my last tool is setting boundaries. Uh, and that's something that I think I learned a lot of during COVID is, you know, even though you're an athletic director and you you can't be everywhere all the time um, and you've got to be able to decompress, you know, if it's telling your secretary uh, of your admin, like, hey, from eight to nine, I'm unavailable, <laughs> you know, no matter what's going on. You And having those boundaries so that you can remain sane. Uh, it can get overwhelming at times, sometimes in a negative way, sometimes in a good way. But but having those boundaries are very important to remaining sane. I mean, because you don't want to get burnt out. That's what you don't want to do. And something I truly believe, I know you asked for three tools, but I'll just, I'm a quote person. I love quotes. If you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And you've just got to remember being a servant leader, you know, staying organized, setting those boundaries should keep that that love and that fire burning in you to be as successful as possible. Oh, you're so right. Uh, and again, I love the little uh, the tag on there at the end that, you know, if you love what you do, uh, you know, you're not working. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and share this nugget. You know, my dad shared with me years ago when I was working for him as a kid on his construction site, and I just hated it. Uh, he said, Jake, the secret to happiness is finding something you love to do and then convincing somebody else to pay you to do that. And he had that in his job. And I found that with teaching and coaching. I know you did too. Jay, thanks again for being on one more time. If uh, one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain, find out how you do things at Booker T Washington, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, email for sure. Jay, first letter of my name, Jay Brown, B-R-W-N-9 at ecsdfl.us or um, btwhs.org athletic page. Uh, you can go there. My email is on that. Uh, also BTWHS Athletics Facebook and Instagram because I run both of those. So uh, Jake, thank you for having me. Um, holding it down here for, for Booker T. Washington High School in Pensacola. But Jake, I do have to say something. I have to say one thing. I gave a shout out to Booker T. We are 
We are, because you said this earlier, there's another Booger T in Florida, but Booger T Washington High School is the oldest Booger T, Booger T Washington High School in Pensacola is the oldest Booger T in the nation. Okay, well, and, and there you go. <laughs> and, and I have been at your campus, uh, I'm going to say maybe three, four times as a track and field official. Uh, I haven't been there for a while, but uh, you got a great campus up there and uh, I know you're very proud of it. Jade Brown, uh, Booker T. Washington, Pensacola Athletic Director. Thanks again for being on and all the best uh, in the coming year. Thank you. For our listeners, uh, we do this just about every day and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Come back uh, for our next episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.